Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Lark in a Cage. It was written by Noah Lloyd and Matt Ryan. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is episode two. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, so. Tom. I just want to reiterate, in case anybody's tuning in later, this is a play test, so things might change. And I might mess things up, but we'll a little bit more relaxed this week. So hopefully things will go a little bit smoother. I made a few mistakes last time, but no big deal. Um, so we don't necessarily have a formal recap, but I'll add in some things. And then if you guys want to just chime in, that's fine too. So basically you guys are all from the same family or extended family. Um, you've been tasked with, you visited your neighbor, Virginia and Saul, um, there, she was extremely upset, uh, because the woman, um, the name has just left me, Amelia. Amelia, Amelia, um, was extremely upset because she's under the impression that something, somebody somehow did a swap with her child, her newborn child about a, of about a month old. Um, and she's asked basically you guys to help her help her period. I mean, you know, whatever that entails, whether it be, there was suggestions, there was possibilities of maybe going to the police station, or I think we landed upon the last uh, good idea was that the doctor was mentioned and he's uh, a good way that you can probably verify whether or not the baby is in fact uh, young Samantha. Uh, one little minor detail too, in case somebody gets confused, we're going to change the name of Mick's character to Louisa. Uh, we were getting kind of, at least I was getting flip-flop between Virginia and, the, and her previous Virginia. name, which I'm not going to say. Um, yeah, so you guys were on your way to see the doctor. You were in a carriage and it was attacked, for lack of a better word. There was a scuffle. Samson, you got out first, you took care of the horse with your sword cane. Uh, you were attacked by this man, although to call him that, you did get a good look at him. He is unusual to say the least. Um, Saul, you're out. Louisa, you, I believe, still have the child. The man- I'm, I'm out, but I have the child. I think I was, I tried, tried to get out of the way, but didn't. And he missed anyway. Yes. I recall. And then the, I got a little bit confused because there was talk of Virginia being a nurse. She wanted to check on the child. Um, so I think we'll, for just for the sake of the story, we'll say that Louisa, you still have the child. He tried to grab it from you, but he missed or released it um, and took off running. Virgi uh, Virginia actually pulled her pistol and shot at the man, probably hit him. And that's when he took off running. Um, Henrietta, you're still getting out of the carriage or are you out now? Well, I had been helped out and I was still up on top of it and climbing down when all this started happening and I just started screaming mm. for help. Okay. Um, just to remind you, it's uh, May 1895. It's a very foggy afternoon. Um, it's still like mid 
not even it's like maybe noon to 1 p.m okay um, still quite early oh my what was all that about mother just stay near the carriage did they try to rob us uh, no I, 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 I don't i think we should get off the street he was after the baby. He was after the wee bear. I should probably okay. take a look at the child and make sure he's okay. There should is, be. It, is, it, is it possible that Saul can chase the character or is he literally leaps and bounds, you know, away? He took off pretty fast. I will say that if you just immediately take off right now, um, you know, without discussing whether or not you're going to or not, then I'll, mm. I'll let you do that. Well, well, uh, Saul's a fast guy, so he just, he, I mean, after the initial shock of everything, and, and I think if I remember right, I went for him last time. I can't remember if I hit him or not. So uh, I'm going after him. I sh- turn around and shout, protect the child, and, and bow off, you know, after him to see if I can apprehend a scoundrel. No, Saul, don't. Don't risk your life. Samson, I'll give you a chance. If you you see Saul take off, I'll give you a chance to take off after him or remain behind. I'm I'm protecting my family. I, I I'm I'm not leaving my family uh on guard with someone like that around. So yeah, no, I'm 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 staying close to my family. Um especially if Saul's run off, they've got you know, no other protection. So Virginia, okay. where on earth did you get that gun? Uh Give that to your father. Let let him take the blame. No, no, no. I I, I want. Uh, she she's a smart girl, and she'll be using that for protection. I uh, yes, I, I want you to hold on to that. If we, but the you police know. will ask questions. Tell them it's that. Fine. It's, it's, Mother, it's I'm fine. grown. I'm a grown Please. woman. I can I can handle it. Saul gave it to me, and he taught me how to fire it. We need to get off the street. Let's let's go find a a. Um, uh, a pub or, or well, something, and we can get some something to settle our nerves. Shouldn't uh, come along now. Shouldn't we wait for the police, dear? I, I don't. I don't think so. I. I I'd, I'd, I'd rather just get um, we Samantha to to um, to safety. Well, that's why I think we should get off the street. Nick. Come along, and I, I help Henrietta and and those if they're still up on the carriage. I uh, I let help them down, and um, I'm, I'm assuming I've got like a probably a slight limp from where where I've um, been hitting the knee. Um, but nothing too bad. Um, and I, I sort of start at least moving them along from the site and, and getting them off the, uh, off the street. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be very, um, aware of kind of what's around me. I'm trying to see if anyone might've seen or might be watching or I'm trying to stay vigilant. Yeah, it's for the most part, it's, uh, it, it, like I said, it's heavy fog, so you don't necessarily see people. You know, it might be there could be people fifty yards down the street, but you yeah. can't see them at this point. But at the moment, there's no like no neighbors have come out of the house yet. Although I will remind you, a gunshot did go off, so I'm sure that raised eyebrows, and I'm sure people nearby have heard it. So, yeah, there's a crashed carriage in the middle of the street. Yep, the horses were making a god awful noise when they were screaming. There were two shots. Were there? He killed the what? horse with the gun. Oh, no, no, Samson did. Oh, he did it with a sword. That's right. Yeah. What happened to the driver? He was crushed underneath. That's right. He was. That's right. I saw the bot. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
so yeah, we I'm I'm kind of getting them off the streets and stuff. Okay. Um, How close are we to the doctor's office? Um, I I may have bumbled that last time by saying it was a little bit closer than what it was actually. So I'll just say it's about a mile and a half away. So you, you've traveled roughly a mile. You still have another mile and a half to go. You could walk it, but getting another cab might be faster. Okay. So I'd, I'd walk them, you know, a, a decent distance um, from, from the carriage and, and would hail another carriage. But I'm, I want to sit up with the driver. Where, where is where is Saul? It's all right, dear. He, I'm sure he will he will meet us at 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 the doctor's. He's halfway to London by now. Come Saul, back, you scoundrel! Saul, I'm going to ask you as you're running in the fog. Uh, I'm going to ask you to do. Hmm, what intelligence roll? Fail. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll, I'll give you this part of it, though. Um, you had uh, basically tackled that guy, right? And I remember, like, you were almost tossed off of him, like, like as if you were a ragdoll, like his strength was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, it didn't necessarily sink in at the moment, but now that you're, like, running after this guy and you have, for, for the sake of, you know, you, you have the moment to yourself right now, you're sort of replaying what all just happened. When you tackled him, remember I remember I said he was carrying he had on like a, a cape of some sort, kind of like a Sherlock Holmes cape or a long uh, overcoat sort of thing. Um, when you tackled him, you felt something around his like torso area. I can't be really specific, but it was just like like maybe he was carrying something or he had something under his coat. So I'm just gonna that's just gonna register in your mind as you're chasing after um the uh the fog is thick you think you might see maybe his shadow not too far ahead of you Mm -hmm. Uh, you're kind of running down a a street here again it's sort of like a cobblestone or dirt uh heavy dirt pack um i'm picturing like row homes um and then Suddenly, you think you see the shadow sort of veer off to the left, and it kind of like vanishes. Um, as you get a little bit closer, you realize it's an alleyway. So the fact that he vanished was just him just running down the alleyway, and in the fog, you know, you didn't see the the alley mm. break in the buildings, basically. Uh, Saul skids to kind of a halt at the corner, you know, literally kind of slides a bit as he grabs onto uh, maybe a drain at the side of the, the corner of the building and he, he kind of gathers himself for a moment because he doesn't want to be jumped, you know, uh, as can be done in the streets of London by petty criminals. Hmm. I think I think he paces down slowly a little bit further. I think now what's playing in his mind is perhaps this could be the alleyway. Maybe he lives down in a basement or, you know, some part of a building hidden away 
maybe we've found where he's come from and we could come back later, but maybe just a few yards at kind of walking pace down to see if there's any shadows, but very aware. I think what Saul would maybe do is as I'm approaching, as I'm going into the alley, if there's anything lying up, happens to be lying about, you know, because I've not got any weapons or anything like that. So uh, a bottle or, you know, a bit of wood or something just in case somebody leaps out at me in the mist. Uh, do a luck roll. Yeah, it's a pass. Sure. What do you think you found in a... I found an old bottle. Yeah, I yeah. found a bottle. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just pacing down trying to peer through, if it's thicker in the alleyway, trying to peer through the, the fog. Um, you said a couple of yards. Is that, are you sticking to that or was that just your initial? Are you, are you continuing down the alleyway? I think what I'm anticipating is there's maybe a, a basement door or a side door into a building, you know? And so if the first thing I, I come across, so I keep going, if there's a, a basement door or a side door and there's a door ajar, then two and two would suggest it maybe he's gone into that way. I'm not going to enter anywhere, though. I think it's too dangerous. Okay. I'll say this then. You go down another, I don't know, half a block, say. Um, and through the fog... It looks as though there's a wooden fence that's cutting across the alleyway. So it basically seemed as though you might be at a dead end. Mm. I just check out the wooden fence to see if there's any kind of particular marks on it or scrapes or it looks like he's leapt over. Or if it's not too high, maybe just pull myself up and have a little look. And then I'm trying to find where this dash scoundrel went to, you know. Do a uh, spot hidden and let me know if it's a hard, extreme, or regular. Or fail. It's a regular. Regular. Being that this is sort of the end of the alleyway and there's that fence pile, you kind of pull yourself up over the fence and you look. Don't really see anything, but you were able to uh, assist yourself getting, you know, looking over the fence by kind of climbing up on top of a trash pile, you know, some discarded boxes, maybe a old chair that was thrown out there. It's kind of, kind of a refuse pile. Mm -hmm. There seems to be Thank no you. sign of them though. Yeah, it's too dangerous. Okay. So on, on the way back, I head back to where the scene of the incident was. As I head back out the alleyway, I take a note of the street, the alley name, whatever sure. the alley is called in, at the corner of the street in case we want to come back here, or I can at least inform the police. Yep, perfect. So you're walking on your way back. Let's rejoin the group then. Um, what, what are you guys doing again? Or did you actually, did you already take off to go? Or are you kind of, I guess what I'm asking is, it would make sense to you that the police are probably on their way. So the question really is, do you want to wait for them and possibly explain everything that happened? Or are you like just bolding, you know? I would say that as, as, um, as a young lady, um, in common with most young ladies of, of the era, um, 
I do have a police whistle. It was common practice for young women to carry police whistles with them in, in, in case of, uh, of, of moments of distress just like this. I think um, really um, I should blow it. So, so the citizens, I wasn't sure of that. So that it wasn't just for the police then? Citizens could carry that too? Yes, people would, would carry whistles. And if, if people were assailed, they would start blowing their police whistle. Okay. To summon the police. Oh, and I screamed and screamed and screamed. And sure. I, I would imagine there's a, there's a great furore. I mean, the, 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 the carriage is overturned and a gun has been fired. Well, two guns have been fired. And, uh, or sorry, a gun has been fired and um, a horse has been dispatched. But did we not already say screaming. that we were getting into another cab to go? the doctors or that was my um just confusion of mine i i was definitely under the impression that i i had moved them on streets and I'd, i already moved them uh yeah, considerably from the site um but if we want to if we want to go back to you know as if we hadn't i'm, I'm totally fine with that I, I i think it would be um, a rational thing to call a constable we should probably wait here for Saul to return he'll have no idea where we went to if we if we just run off. Plus, it'll give me a chance to take a look and make sure everyone's okay. Mother, were you were you tousled in the carriage? No, no, I'm I'm fine, but Are you I'm sure? Upset about all of this. Well, upset will pass, but be sure you're healthy and make sure nothing's happened to your body. I'm I'm not hurt. Not hurt at all. Okay. And the child, Louisa. Look at the child. Does it seem to um, be? Can I can I inspect the child <laughs> to see if the child is injured in any way? Could I do that with a first aid role? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, to, to I'll just remind you that Virginia is also a nurse. So, um, well, I will hand it to my sister, who's a nurse. <clears throat> if, you, if you'll hold the baby, I'll look at it. It'll give my hands. Yes, do, do, do you quickly um, inspect the, um, uh, the Bonnie laddie thing? Her name's <laughs> Samantha Louisa. Of course, it's a lass. The lamb. Let's call it the lamb. <laughs> so. I am happy to inform you that I passed that first aid roll with a 42 of 70. Nice. So... Not sure exactly. I'll say this: there's a minor uh, cut on the, the child's um, hand, uh, but it doesn't seem. It seems was it superficial? Is that the right word? Seems to be not a big yeah. deal. A very small cut. Nothing major. He'll need no. She'll need no mending on there. Just let's just be sure we keep it clean. Does it? I wonder though. Does this superficial cut look anything like the small, the the small sting or intrusion that happened to my father's knee? Not really. It's kind of a scratch. Well, everyone, I think the baby's gonna be okay. She's gonna pull through. She may be the only one that came through this nearly unharmed. She is, you know, fussy and crying. But now that things have sort of calmed down a little bit, she's also settling down, so it's not a... Um, could, I, 
could you guys remind me, was Samson the only one who took damage? Or Samson, did, did you? I think you did. That's right. Um, I had. Okay. Uh, I'd taken one hit point okay. from when he hit me in the knee. Gotcha. All right, so uh, Louisa wants to blow her whistle for the police. Anybody talking her out of it? I'm not suggesting that. We need the police. Okay. Okay, I'm going to blow it. Little spitty at the end there, Louisa. <laughs> I, think, I think the pee came out at the end there. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so not, you know, not too long. Uh, not sure what the reaction time actually is, but people may have called when they heard the gunshot, so maybe somebody was on the way. Um, well, would there be beat cops here and there? And Yeah, probably. And I'm just realizing probably maybe they didn't call. Yeah. Uh, anyway. In a short amount of time, a police officer shows up uh, and he starts to, you know, what happened and what, what's going on. And he's looking to all of you to respond. Oh, it was a terrible accident, you see. I believe the driver is killed. And we'll say just after the police officer shows up, Saul comes in and walking behind him too. Oh, Saul, dear. Are you Okay. Yes, my dear. I'm just uh, a little bit out of breath. I you're couldn't find that scoundrel. You're a hero anyway, Saul. You're a strong, strong hero. It's so brave. Saul's chest goes up another two sizes. Thank you so much, Saul. You take my care darling, of I look. I will do my best for the rest of our lives to look after you. My hero. Officer, yeah, officer, officer, we were assailed by some manner of madman. Hmm. Madman? A madman, um, some lunatic who, who after, I, I don't know if he caused the crash, we, we, we didn't see, but after the crash, he, he, he began to, to, to assail us and, and he, he attempted to snatch this poor child. I believe he wanted to rob us. There were reports of a gunshot. Are any of you aware of that? What happened? A gunshot? Yes, we were defending oh, ourselves. Man. We were trying to defend ourselves against a man trying to steal this fine baby. Uh, yes, yes, uh, officer. That was, uh, that, was, that was me. I fired the shot at the, uh, at, at the assailant. Uh, okay. Did you hit him? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Mm, okay. It was very foggy. And he's, he's making notes on this little note, notepad. While, while I'm doing this, I'm sort of, uh, I've backed up sort of behind, um, in front of uh, Virginia, and I've just got my hand behind my back um, and just sort of like gesturing with my, my hand, sort of like waiting for her to put it in my hand so I can sort of slot it into... Um, into the back of my, my pants or I can pull it out so it looks like I'm pulling it out of my pocket. I, I, I slip it ever so stealthily into his hand. No one's the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, you had to say stealth. Now I feel like I may need to make you roll. Um, go ahead. This is what I was trying to get you to do before the police got here. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell them at all, Mother, but 
Louisa blew the whistle on that. That should be a phrase. Blow the whistle on something. 78 on 40. Everybody in the world saw this. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, so I was actually just looking for a crit fail. So he's engrossed in writing his notes at the moment. So he passed the weapon successfully to Samson. Um, cool. And as a matter of fact, he's almost doesn't even really care at this point. He's just like, just trying to gather facts. He's not really concerned. You know, you shot at a bad guy, big deal. You know, mm. probably didn't even hit him because it's so foggy out. But um, so he's, he's making the notes. He's, he's basically gathering all the information. He asked for all of your names. I assume everyone's going to give them truthful names. Well, just get Samson's name. He doesn't need us. Well, he, he wants to be thorough. Well, I, I say, officer, I try to, uh, I try to apprehend the assailant, and I, I give him the name of the street that we went down and down, and I, I believe he went down that street and possibly over the fence at the end. So, it may be worth searching down that direction. Okay, that's that's good information to know. Thank you. And in the future, you might not want to do that. That's our job. Trying to be a good citizen, sir. It's appreciated and noted, and he actually notes it. <laughs> um, so I'll just go, I'll fast forward this bit unless you guys want to do anything specific with the police officer. Okay, so he he basically talking back to Saul. <laughs> he basically gathers all the information. You know, there's not a whole lot he can do right now, other than you know he'll he'll take care of the cleanup of the the bodies, of course. Yeah. Um, so you all are free to continue on as you wish. Um, I obviously make the suggestion we should continue, get another carriage and continue on to the, to the, the doctors. Okay. Yes. Because now that we know that kids slightly hurt anyway, it'd be worthwhile going there anyway. Sure. All right. You managed to flag down another cab. Uh, no, no problem at all. Um, you guys pile in. It, it holds all of you, but it's a little bit cramped, especially with the baby. Um, but no instances, no other attacks at this point. So in a short amount of time, you manage to pull in front of the address to the doctor. Dr. Foxwell, I believe. Yes. I seem to have lost my... Dr. Foxwell. Pediatric doctor. Yeah, here we go. Dr. Nolan Foxwell. Um, it's a Sunday afternoon. It's a fairly nice house. Um, uh, Three-story building. Um, what would you like to do? Let's knock on the door. Do I sure. work with, have I worked with or had any dealings with Dr. Foxwell, being that I too am in the industry of healthcare? Hmm, that's a good question. It's London, there's a lot of doctors. We live two um, miles away. Maybe I've seen him in passing. You don't have a baby, dear. He's a baby doctor. Again, mother? Are we going to bring this up again? Right here, we've been... Sh there's been gunshots, stabbings, bodies, horses, and now here we are with you worried about my bloody womb. Oh, bye, George. What are they talking about? 
Who has the blue? Who has Samantha? Louisa has Samantha still. She was okay. holding her. I, I, I have been left holding the baby. Once again. Once again. Um, yeah, you, you go up to the front door. And you knock. No reaction. At some point you knock again. And then you hear some footsteps coming. And the door opens, but it only opens about two or three inches. And you see a somewhat small guy come kind of like peek out almost. Doctor. Hello, little fella. Um, is the doctor at home? <laughs> okay, not that small. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have, have large hairy feet? <laughs> is, is he wearing like a, a silk riding hat? <laughs> Carrying a whip. No, he's actually a, a well-dressed gentleman. He's got a nice little curly mustache, um, slightly balding. And it, you know, I'm the doctor. Can I help? I'm sorry, Virginia. You asked about the. Uh, can you do a knowledge roll? Sure. On uh, forty-six on fifty. So that's a that's definitely a success. Okay. Here's what I'll say. You haven't like worked with him at all, but maybe it's like you said, being that you're close to him and he's certainly within the neighborhood, like, you know, your next door neighbor went to him. So you're certainly aware of him and the practice and, you know, where he's located in his name. Um, but you, you have, you don't, you haven't actually worked with him at all. I'll step, I'll step forward. Doc, Dr. Foxwell, it's Virginia Cahill. I'm a nurse. I, I, I know of you. I'm not sure if you know of me. We have, we we come with a we have a child and we need you to take a look at her it, it's it's pretty important we've had quite the voyage to get here uh, is there any way we could step in he kind of opens the door a little bit more and he's kind of like trying to size up who all's out here on his doorstep we have no threat to you we only ask for your help does anybody have psychology? Could you roll it if you have it? I think I do. One second. Oh, yes, I do. That is a pass. Just a regular. Okay. Um, I think I conveyed it, but just in case I wasn't clear, you can tell that he's uh, on edge. You know, it looks like he's upset or afraid or there's something not quite right by the way he's acting. Right, I, I say, Doctor, is, there, is everything quite all right? Uh, I mean, we've come to your you know, door. We, we require assistance, and, and uh, you seem uh, unwilling to, to assist. It's not, uh, not like, like a doctor. Uh, is everything all right? Yeah, yeah. He, and he, he kind of calms down a little bit now that he's seen the group of you. Um, he's like, you know, I do, I do apologize. Please, please come in, come in, have a, have a seat here. Thank you. And doctor. He, he opens the door, welcomes you in. Mm -hmm. um, you kind of walk in. It's a nice, uh, like entry, um, like a parlor almost with like several chairs, almost like a, a waiting room, basically. Um, there's a little hallway that goes down and you can see there's a series of maybe three or four doorways. Um, so what, you know, he invites you in, you guys 
either take a seat or you're standing in the parlor there. And, he, and so what seems to be the problem? What, how can I help? Dr. Foxwell, you're the physician for the Gregories. Is, is that correct? Gregories. Amelia and Philip. Yes, Amelia. yes, the, the newborn, the daughter. Yes, Samantha, that's who we have with us. That's the baby that I need you to take a look at. Oh, okay. Amelia was quite upset, and she asked us to bring the baby and have you look at her and okay. make sure that everything's okay. She seems to be fine, but Amelia says she just doesn't seem herself. And she's also got a little cut on her hand. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, give me a minute here. Um, let me get some stuff ready. Uh, and, and I'll call you back in a second. And he kind of, he wanders off and he goes into the, uh, the doorway. Um, Does he take the trowel? No, he's, he's okay. kind of like, give me a minute and I'll come, come out and get you. Um, so does he actually physically leave the room like out of, out of our sight? Yeah, he's out of sight. He, he basically just walked into the next room. So he could probably still hear you if you're talking, but he just basically left you in the waiting room. Can I sort of, um, not so I would be with inside of him, but can I sort of move so that I'm near my family, but also near to the door and, I, and I'm almost listening for him as well? Oh, to the door that he went into? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure, yeah. But he might have another patient. I'm yeah, but I'm getting a shifty feeling about him, so. I'm going to look at one of the magazines. Okay. Um, Victorian play, Playboy. <laughs> My God, look at all the clothes on that one. <laughs> I um, say, Mother, um, you shouldn't look there. That There's an ankle showing. Oh, oh no. yes, I see it. It's horrible. She has Father. huge ankles. I've never seen ankles like that before. Father, you said you got an uneasy feeling. I whisper to where the man behind the door cannot hear me. Father, you have an uneasy feeling. I can see it in your eyes. Well, yes, I mean, it's not very proper for a doctor to, to, to not let patients in as quickly as, uh, you know, he only did it once I, once I questioned him. And something doesn't feel quite right about this. I'm, I'm just unsure. I, I want to take every precaution, especially after what's just happened to us. I think I hit the man. I think I hit the man when I shot. Do you think maybe the man is here? Well, did, did um, huh. well, when she when she says that, I so did he go through a door or just a doorway? Like he's gone through, or has he actually gone into another room and closed the door? Um, he went into the other room and he closed the door, but the door did not close completely. It's about an inch. Okay, I'm I'm going to go not to the crack, but I want to go up to the door and listen very intently and and see if I can kind of see through the crack a little bit. Okay, could I ask you to do a listen roll? Sure. That is a that is a pass. That okay. is, it's just standard pass. Uh, you basically just hear some shuffling of papers. Some maybe he's straightening things up or getting situated. There's nothing, you know, there's no talking. There's nothing that gives you any pause as to he's acting weird or strange or 
Okay. It, it's Can I see normal. anything um, through the gap in the door? Not really. Okay. Um, I sort of, I, I walked back over to where, where I'd left Virginia a little bit further down. I said, it doesn't seem to be, there doesn't seem to be anyone else in there. It just seems to be moving papers and whatnot around, but um, keep an eye on him. So I've, I've got a feeling in the, in the old gut, my dear, something doesn't quite feel right here. Yes. Okay. As a, hmm. Thank you, Father. Um, could everybody do a spot hidden? Oh, nine. Hmm. Okay. Nine four. Pass. Just a standard. Okay. Great. Also a standard pass. Okay. Pass. Great. Mine's actually an extreme. Extreme. From your viewpoint, Henrietta, you're sort of sitting in one of the waiting chairs and you're uh, looking about, looking at the office. Um, it's nice decor. Um, the first door on your left, the door is also slightly ajar. It's slightly open. And through the, through the opening of the door, you can see what looks like um, a whole bunch of books on a bookshelf. Um, Louisa and Samson, especially you, Samson, since you had somewhat made your way to his door, there's a, a second door just a little bit further down the hallway, and there's like a little uh, brass plaque. Um, mm. It says Room B, and it, there's a name. It says um, give me a second, Raymond Flanagan. Um. I point it out to Virginia and I whisper, um, do, you, uh, do you know a Raymond Flanagan within the industry? Is, is, is he a doctor as well? Or? Virginia's not aware of that name. I can't think of anyone by that name, Father. Um, I look back at the door to see if, if I can see here or see him coming. Um, and if I don't, I'll, I'm going to, to open the door and, and, and peek in to his, to the doctors. And into the, the um, Flanagan room. Oh, Flanagan, okay. That was, that was, is that the one that was slightly ajar as well? Uh, the library was slightly ajar. Okay, and I didn't see that one, but I saw the other. Um, yeah, I'll just sort of peek my head in, into there. Flanagan's room. Flanagan, okay, the door's locked. Okay. I think I'm going to find something more interesting to read. Um, so I'll just sort of get up and I, I notice the books. I'll just, I'll glance in there. Sure. Just, I don't, I won't go in, but I'll, I'll open up the door and take a look. Curiosity. Ask you to do a spot hidden then. 37. That's 37. Spot hidden is 50. So a regular pass. Regular. Ah, oh, brilliance, have run, psychology, do God's thing. Cannibalism. New world cannibalism. I must misunderstand what that word means. Uh, le something, do something. Le something. Is, theology do good. is that it's a book about gout? Chaucer. I know a little bit about the French. The Contes oh. Le Chevalier Le Mm, strange books. That's the uh, the touchy night. 
No, I can't be right. Okay. No, nothing I want to read. Roman history. It's quite a lot of stuff in French. Yes. Um, I, I say I can speak a little French. I, I speak a little French. I imagine a lot of people in England speak a little French. Expressions of Deutsch. German. Yeah, perhaps uh, even Spanish. Je parle pas un peu de français. Qu'est-ce que c'est que ça? Qu'est-ce 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 que ça? So is the is the doctor not kind of reappearing? Is he just kind of? I mean, there are a few minutes going by, or is it? Just... Yeah, I'm just. This is all a matter of a few minutes. Um, so uh, eventually, he comes to the the waiting room and he says, "Right, I should be ready now." Uh, well, let's, I, let's have a look at baby introductions at some point. So he'll right. Virginia, do you want to bring the child back? Absolutely. Here, Louisa, please hand me the child. There you go. Come along, Samantha. So they're going to go in the back? Mm-hmm. Anybody, you, I'm, I'm just opening it up. If you guys want to go with her, you, you can. As I, walk by my, as I walk by my father, I say, look everywhere. And I go. Yeah, I say. Uh, why don't uh, Louisa and Henry, why don't you uh, go in with Virginia and me, me and Saul, uh, uh, we'll wait out here. Yeah. Uh, I'll stay out here. I'm not really that interested. Um, the doctor doesn't need all those people. We'll be fine. We'll be fine, Father. We'll be. be Samson, does the doctor have a smoking room? Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctor, do do you have a room where me and Saul could uh, could smoke? It's called the waiting room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably just the waiting room. Uh, Right, try. It's good for the health, you know. Samson Um, Samson fortifies the lungs. Makes makes them good and rubbery. Samson. Yes. I have a question for you. And I say this rather quietly. Yes, my dear. Saul, Saul, you can come too. But what does the word cannibalism mean? Well, my dear, that is the, uh, when, when uh, one species eats its own kind. You, you know the, 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 the natives. Chicken? No. The, the natives, you know, in, in darkest Africa, they put people in the big pot and eat them. Hmm. It's horrible stuff. Why do you bring it up, my dear? There's a book in in the doctor's library that said something about New World cannibalism. Now, surely so not I, New World, if that's what it means. I check that the, the, they've gone in and they closed the door and so on and so forth. And uh, if, if it is closed, I'm, I'm going to go into the library and take the book out of, off the shelf. I think as uh, as Samson's doing that, I'll have a look because you know uh, notice maybe the French titles, just intriguing from mm-hmm. the language point of view. Have okay. a little flick through them, maybe. Um, I assume Samson, you're opening the book, or you're just looking. Yeah, at no, it? I've taken it off, and I'm I'm opening it to okay, gotcha. to look through it and stuff. Um, pamphlet on the New World Cannibalism, a pamphlet by Dr. Graves on the cannibalism in unspecified pre-colonial uh, Colombian tribes. In my estimation, cannibalism, as practiced by certain New World tribes, was less interested in absorbing their enemy's power than in nutrition. They hunt the buffalo when the human is composed of precisely the right ingredients to remain healthy. 
Okay. Oh, so New World is referring to the Americas. Right. Yes, mother. Yes. I Strange stuff. Meant, I thought they meant us as opposed to Africa. So I, I put the, the book back on the shelf. Is there anything else in the room that looks out of place or... Um, well, I know that Saul said he wanted to check some of the French books, and I'll just let you know, Saul, there's nothing in particular about them. Okay. A bit of a strange book to have in a doctor's study, but... Indeed. Well, well you, you, you know that, um, that they... they I, I read that they did once um, used to... Doctors used to prescribe bits of um, uh, mummies... And, and 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 things as as medicines used to they probably yes. still do in 18 that, that 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 was in a in a book that um the the uh mrs stevens led me well we need to stop reading such things louisa yes louisa murderers and now cannibals and i've only just learned what the word means well, I, I, I think it was more to do with the fact that the, the, the mummies were preserved with, with bitumen. There was another book on the that shelf. Maybe regular. Um, the one about the diseases in corpses. Okay. Can I, can I have a look at that one as well? Sure. It just it catches my eye because I think it was next to the one about cannibalism. Um, do a knowledge roll. Okay. Ooh, 19. Uh, that should be more than enough. Yes, yeah. It's a hard. Okay. A study on the effects of degenerative Cassius sickness in corpses. A pamphlet by Dr. Graves on the Cassius sickness caused by rapid changes in pressure, often in laborers working underground. Ah, the bubbles in the bloodstream remain almost animate for a short period of time, winding their way to the epidereal surface, dancing like sugar plums around the extremities, causing small spherical protrusions, even post-mortem. Hmm. I, Dr. Wainwright Tamora Graves, welcome correspondence with the subject at the following address, 55 Blair Street, Poplar, London. Um, I make note, obviously, of the address. Okay. Um, and I, I sort of take the book and I go, uh, Saul, what do you make of this? And, and I, I hand it over to to him to, to look over as well. And I say, uh, yeah, it sounds quite similar to those, uh, those, those poor folk working on that tunnel. Yes, now that you mention it, yeah, it does. I wonder if this chap has some experience of... Uh, working with these people then well this is also it's the same chap that wrote this book here on uh, on cannibalism ah curiouser and curiouser yes yes I say you, you say you say there's an address here for this chap ah yes yes I've, I've got it here um and I, I show him the address um and I, I, I as I said I, I take note of of the address to make sure I remember it 
Mm-hmm. Would uh, would we recognise where that address is, Jeff, or is it anywhere near where we've been around today? Um, let me see if I can share a map with you. <clears throat> Just an off chance it was close by. So this, um, by the way, this was done by Matt Ryan. So this is an awesome little map here. So he's got these nice little. You're at Dr. Foxwell's office right now. Which is number three. Three. Yes, three across the river. Um, Deptford Creek, your house the um, is right around the D here in Deptford. I'm not sure if you can see my mouse, but okay. Yeah. We can see and where's the where where are the um the the tunnel works things going on? The tunnel works like you could say. Well, remember, we don't actually have a map in our hands in, in the story at the moment. That's true, but you, this um, is where you live. works so. very, very close to um, Dr. Falwell's surgery, um, I believe. I think you're right, Mick. I'm just going to, because I, I just want to be clear, though. There is a, There's a foot tunnel that is not been built yet so the actual tunnel oh, no the, the foot tunnel is up kind of by the a in thames okay that's higher up now yeah. okay all right so it gives you a general so the, um the address you were given was somewhere up in here uh up okay, near so a, a, yeah a decent hike yes Virginia, the doctor is inspecting the child. It's just a scrape. Yeah, his uh, hand. Yeah. Me. It's really not, the hand is not really what I was worried about more so is just, can you without a doubt verify that this is the child, that this is Samantha Gregory? Hmm. Uh, so he looks a little caught off guard. Why do you ask? The reason I ask is Amelia's beside herself. I've known her for a long time. We're very, we're very close friends. She swears this is not her child, but it looks like Samantha. It seems to be Samantha. There's nothing that would say anyone would have changed this child with another. Hmm. But she's beside herself, Doctor. I've heard of that happening. Um, new mothers and all that. Um, he, he takes a look again at the child and he, he's, you know, now of course he's like really looking the child over. And uh, he, he turns to you and he, he says, tell me, when, when the child was cut on the hand, did she bleed for what was probably an inordinate amount? I don't I don't recall if she bled at all. Well, that's interesting. My my specialty um Sorry everybody. Hemophilia. That's I was going to say that but I wasn't sure that was the right word. Yes, hemophilia. Thank you. Uh my specialty is hemophilia. So I remember Samantha had an issue. It wasn't major. It was not a, that big of a deal. I told 
her mother Amelia to, you know, not really worry about it, but just keep an eye on it. But um, yeah, if she was cut on the hand, she should have bled noticeably that you would have been a little bit concerned. Um, so again, he starts to look closer. Um, I don't know if you remember from the other episode, uh, he notices there's a small birthmark behind her ear. And you see, you know, the same look of frown comes over him. He's like, I don't remember seeing that. That's, that's troubling. That's puzzling. One other thing, doctor. Yeah. Look at her teeth. Hmm. And he puts on a steel glove and he pries her maul open and no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say. <laughs> He, you know, pries her lips down, pulls out on her lower jaw, and yeah, he, t he takes notice of the, the two teeth coming in. He's like, well, that's also strange. I mean, none of this is really concern of overall health, but for a child to get their teeth coming in so soon, that's unusual. Um, I, I mean, it looks like Samantha from what I remember. I mean, it's been a while. I don't but just based on the birthmark alone, I would have to say this is not Samantha. That's definitely not the news I was hoping to hear. And I'm sure that Amelia is not going to want to hear that. Uh, thank you, doctor. Thank you for that. Uh, is, is there any way to identify this baby? Do you know any other baby who had the birthmark that you could recall. Um, ask that again. I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear it. Did you know of another baby who has the birthmark or possibly the teeth? I know it's a lot of things to throw at one, especially after seeing that this one may not be the child we're asking about, but you would, you would think that a child with such characteristics, to put it nicely, because it is a baby. I hate talking terribly about a baby, but it's like a small monster really with the teeth and the, it doesn't bleed. Hmm. Uh, just to be clear, she did bleed. It just wasn't profusely. It was just a normal scratch. So disregard what I said about the bleeding, the teeth, yeah. she's like a monster. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't seen anything else or anybody else come in with a similar case like this. So this is, this is new to me. One more thing, and I don't mean to just bang you with questions here. I know it's Sunday, Sunday afternoon. A baby with hemophilia. I do know a little about medical, medical jargon. That would be a baby who requires special care. And if cut, even in the slightest way, would more than likely need medical care immediately. Am I right? Yes, uh, but there are varying degrees of it. So it's not, it's not something I try to tell Amelia to just be aware of it. And of course she's not that far away. So she would be able to come to me if when needed. Um, is, is that what you're getting at or? Well, more than, I guess I just want to know if, if anyone would bring, if in case this is not Samantha, and I'm not saying it isn't, but if it's not, then Samantha is out there somewhere. 
and if she were cut and bleeding profusely, even in the smallest wound, someone would rush her to a doctor or hospital. So you would probably hear that because you are the hemophilia specialist, and I'm guessing there's not too many of those in this area. Right, I, I understand what you're saying now. Yes, you're, I believe you're absolutely correct. And have you heard any, obviously you haven't heard any maybe, I don't know, have you heard anyone coming with such a problem? I can't say anyone has approached me about that, no. I thank you, doctor, thank you for your time. I, I really have nothing, I have no other, no other concerns. I just really don't know where to go now. How do I approach a woman and tell her that her baby may not be her own? Well, I mean, it, getting down to its core basics here, I mean, if what Amelia is saying, which at this point I tend to favor what she's saying, I don't, I'm seeing evidence here that I would believe her, um, which then means, you know, it's, it's a case of kidnapping. It so might be time to get the police involved. So very bittersweet. It's like, yes, Amelia, you're not crazy, but then again, it's not your baby. Correct. I guess it's nothing left to do now, but walk, walk back out and let my family know fill them in on what's happened. Could you do a spot hidden, please? Absolutely. 93. Oh, no. Okay. So. You didn't you... see that third eye right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get Samantha put back together put a baby dressing back on whatever she mm -hmm. happened to be wearing and I guess I'll make for the door with the sure. baby yep. but I want to talk loud enough and let him know thank you doctor I'll be leaving the room at this time with yes. Samantha and we're coming outside now so that everyone knows say you're muted once, um, obviously, while that's all going on, we've done the library stuff, but also, um, I just met, asked you in chat if there was an upstairs, you said there was a locked door. So just clarifying, there's a locked door that probably goes upstairs and then there's the locked door to the other doctor's office. Correct. Um, I sort of asked Saul if, if potentially he could um, um, assist me in getting the both doors open and if I potentially went and searched upstairs and he searched the other doctor's office. Oh no, Samson, you can't do that. It's fine, dear. We're, we're, there's, there's too many things that, that don't, uh, don't make sense. I, I'm not... I, 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 house. You can't just go snooping around. It's fine. Place. I'll tell him I was looking for the bathroom. It's not a problem. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> Samson, well, uh, salt, salt, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, certainly, I'm, I, I'm quite skilled at, you know, um, messing about with locks. Uh, I've had some experience with, uh, not breaking an entry, of course, you know, but uh, padlocks and such like. I could try opening one of the doors while they're looking at the baby. I, I don't know why we need to do this, so Samson. I know you're a little bit concerned, but 
this this is a doctor's house, you know. Well, Virginia told me before she went in. She said, "Search everything." So I, I'm just doing what I'm told. Well, a flight of fancy, you know. So the uh, Saul maybe looks at the. Do you, do you want me to try the other doctor's door? Yeah, sure. I'll keep watch. Uh, so, so I take my pen knife out and kind of mess um, about with the lock. I'm thinking maybe I should fade. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the doctor is helping me in the other room, I go like that to you guys. <laughs> so. Well, this is all while he's in, in there with right. Virginia. Okay. Yeah. My husband. <laughs> Things it's kind of like when, you know, we were all role-playing and Mick was stealing the money and just no one knew about it. That's what we're doing now. Well, the, with, uh, with, with Jeff's permission, with the first lock, I pra- almost break my pen knife trying to open the door. I got a 90-something. So I'm like, Ooh. It, it jams, and then I kind of manage to wiggle it out. And I, I'm not. Th- th- this is a doctor's office. I'm not going to get into this door, Samson. Louise, your father... Do you want me to try the one up the stairs? Why not? They've got nothing to lose. I hope the pen knife doesn't break this time. You kind of skimmed over that 90-something. Is it a 96 or higher? Uh, I think it was a 94. Okay. I think, but I got a pass on the second one. Okay. On the one upstairs. Yeah, so I managed to get the stairway one open. And I, I, I mean... Saul's so thinking this is foolishness, you know. But I open the door for Samson. He seems to be got something in his head. Okay. Uh, just to clarify something, you probably would have noticed this, Saul, as you were like bending down to pick the lock on the first door. Mm. The name, there's a little brass plaque, and it says Raymond Flanagan. And then yeah. underneath of that, it says Shipping and Imports. Oh. So My line of. My line of business. Would I remember? Would I know the name from somewhere? Do a knowledge roll. Success. The name doesn't sound familiar. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it rings a bell, but not, you can't put your finger on it. Yeah, I, I just mentioned that to Samson. He's, he's in my line, but it's, it's, it's not a doctor's office. Um, I'm glad we didn't get in there. We could, uh, they, they could call the police on us trying to break into a, a business office, you know? Right. However, so, um, the stairway is open if you want to take a look upstairs. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to do a quick um, go up and, and just quick look through what's up there. Um, I don't want to be too do, do too much like rummaging or anything. I don't want to show give too many signs of of me being up there if that makes sense. Mm. Just mm. if something seems out of the ordinary. I want you to imagine an old Victorian house. Mm-hmm. Everything's made of wood, wooden floors, wooden stairs. Um <laughs> Yes, but it's a Victorian house, which means it's brand. It's a new house, yes. Brand. Mm. It's a modern home. But it's it's also full of um, things you can knock over. That's true. 
Um, so first of all, and aspidistras. That. Gronda, so, Gronda. So just to be clear, you would know this probably even before you went in. Um, it's probably, you know, it's highly likely that the first floor is like the office area, the waiting room and everything like that. So the second and third floor, it's probably where the living space is. So you still want to go up though, right? Yeah, bro. You're breaking into the guy's house now. Well, go and have a lie. The... Go and have a lie down in his bed, Samson. You've had a very busy day. We're, we're in <laughs> London, so what he meant was the ground floor, the first floor, and the second. Floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with my my gut. Okay. All right. I'm gonna ask you to do. A, let's see. I'm going to ask you to do a stealth roll, but I'm going to be nice about it. So if your dex is higher than your stealth, I'll let you roll a dex instead. They're exactly the same. Okay. I hope he remembers not to wear his tap shoes. That is a success. <laughs> They're success. just a regular, but it's a success. Yep. So you're moving kind of quickly about just trying to take it all in. You know that the doctor's going to come out of the waiting room or, you know, the exam room any minute. Mm. Um, so you kind of, you get to the top of the stairs, you're looking about, everything seems normal. Could you do a spot hidden for me, please? Though? Sure. Oh, nine. Very good. Which is a, that is a extreme You see um, off to the side, there's like a, um, I want to say piano. Is it, what's, what's the harpsichord? Were they around back then? Right? Sure. Um, and on the top, there's a series of photographs. See this. Amongst other photographs of the doctor. Mm -hmm. Okay. And just to be clear, that's not the doctor. And they're like, you know, uh, like candid shots, you know, like they might be on a park bench. Um, Is there any of them uh, of the doctor and this man together? Yes. Would I be able to, um, <clears throat> maybe with a psychology role, ascertain the relationship of the two men? I think with your own eye. That's why I'm being, yes, I think you, you can read between the lines. Ah, okay. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll make a note of that. Um, and I, uh, I, I say, Mother, I hope, it's your, I hope Father comes back quickly. Could get into trouble here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of trying to keep it words. And like I said, I'm trying to do this quite quickly. Um, just sort of peek my head in all the room, uh, all the rooms off to the side to see if, if I can, like, again, I'm just looking for things that catch my eye not rummaging through stuff or anything like that. Yep. Saul, this is, this is not the first time. I'll just say he's getting a little old and... Does he normally go about people's houses rummaging ever, around rooms? Ever since he r read that stuff about, oh, Sherlock Holmes isn't written yet, there's a damn it. <laughs> uh, Edgar Allan Poe would have probably Edgar Allan Poe, yes, the purloined letter mm. Mm. Murders of the Rue Morgue Yeah, he's Samson, to bring a team. 
Samson, you hear uh, Virginia's voice from below. You can't quite make out what she says, but you hear her voice. Okay. If I if I hear a voice, um, I'm gonna be able to go. Okay, she's talking loudly because I'm hearing it. So I'm I'm guessing that's a signal. So I'm gonna try and make my way down as quickly and as quietly as possible, and, okay. and obviously close the door. Can I ask you to do a power roll? Sure. Right. That is a fail. Hmm. You're about halfway down the steps. You can hear Virginia's voice clearly now. She's kind of giving you the heads up warning. Uh, Saul, Louisa, and Harriet, you hear the same sort of loud voice from Virginia. Um, so you're aware too what's happening. But Samson, you're about halfway down the steps and suddenly there's an overwhelming pain throughout most all of your body. Um, it's like, uh, uh, how to describe it? It's almost like uh, arthritis. Like all your joints just tense up and lock up and the pain is unbearable. Uh, with your permission, I'd like to do a, a con or, or some sort of check that, because I mean, I mean, usually when that's, if I'm heading down the steps, I'd be doing full moment, forward momentum, lock up. I'd continue to keep going. So I'd, I want to do a roll to see if I f actually fall down the stairs. Uh, that's fine. I won't say you fall, but maybe a stumble or a, yeah, something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Can yeah, I, uh, uh, being in, the, in the, the waiting room, realizing that my husband's upstairs and that Virginia is about to come through the door, I'm going to immediately go to the door and push it, put, uh, go in. I, I'm going to just be like, oh, doctor, I'm, I'm feeling somewhat faint. Could you please give me something to keep them in the room? <laughs> so that my husband has time to get down the stairs. Okay. Um, I passed my role, just so you know. So I, I yes. lock up, but I I've somehow stopped myself from, as you say, maybe it's just a small stumble. Yep. The pain lasts for just a little bit, and then it fades rather quickly as soon as as quickly as it came on it fades just as quickly okay um, but it was i mean you almost let out a scream in agony it was that painful oh wow okay um the doctor looks at you henrietta and yeah come in come in um, it's been a very busy day very difficult day uh, oh henrietta uh, do um if you have psychology, you can roll that or spot hidden. Me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 92. Okay. Louisa, what are you up to? You getting into trouble there, Louisa? Well, I, I'm not entirely sure what to do. You see, um, suddenly my, my, my family appear to have turned into a, a, a bunch of, of uh, 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 secret agents or something <laughs> sneaking around a doctor's surgery like it's some sort of um, penny dreadful and I'm, I'm a little overcome I, I don't really understand I mean perhaps I'm just imagining that this has happened and I've sustained some sort of concussion as a result of the uh, of the crash everyone's behaving rather strangely mm-hmm just yeah. the way you do normally. 
I can't I can't see anything on, on the bookshelf that I, I, I feel like reading. So um, I suppose I'd, I'd better just go and see if my mother's all right, if she's feeling faint. Okay. Do either a psychology or a spot hidden. Saul, what are you up to? Are you still in the hallway? Yeah, I, th I think Saul's kind of, you know, everybody's going up and down stairs, down corridors. <laughs> and you're like, I I'm just, I'm waiting at the, the door which might still be slightly open from the stairway. And I think when uh, Virginia was given the signal, I was kind of like, <clears throat> yep. to kind of, I know, maybe hear, hear Samson coming down the stairs. And Yep, so you, you in fact see him coming down the stairs. And you saw mm. that happen to him where he kind of locked up and froze for a second and then continues on. I, I, I elected to do a spot hidden and okay. uh, I got a standard pass. Okay, I'll just remind you, uh, just in case you guys forgot, the doctor does still appear to be upset. Yes, us too. <laughs> Is he perhaps upset because um, there's a family of weirdos creeping about his house? <laughs> <laughs> because I know that would upset me greatly. <laughs> Certainly possible. Um, Do doctor, are you? Are you? Are you? Quite all right. You, 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 you look a little under the weather yourself. Uh, he tenses up a little bit, and there's a, you know, he's trying to gauge whether or not he trusts these strangers that are ransacking his upstairs apartment right now. <laughs> I shall, um, I shall bat my eyelids at him coquettishly. I'm going to ask you to do that. Uh, either a charm, or persuade, or <laughs> and this is where it all goes from. Okay, you can, oh, roll with, you can roll with a bonus then. And this is where it goes to. <laughs> what, what am I rolling against? Some sort of social skills. Co Coquettish uh, eye rolling. <laughs> probably um, not intimidate. <laughs> charm, I would imagine. Is it a horrify skill? <laughs> oh, well, I don't need but Well, I'll, I'll roll the bonus dice anyway, but I've got to. Standard pass, and I got 38 out of 40. And uh, that's 28 out of 40. Okay. I got 28 out of 40 then. So, yes. So, he, you, you know, you convince him that you're sincere by asking his, you know, about his well being. And he starts to open up a little bit now. Uh, he gets a little bit more relaxed with you guys. And he fills you in. He, he lets you know that he's. He's upset. Well, I have to tell you, I'm I'm upset. My my dear friend Raymond. And you can see there's a sudden like. He pauses, and he's, he's he waves it off. He says, "You know what? It's just I'm just on edge. There's been so much happening in the news lately. This whole bit with Oscar Wilde being in the arraignment and the." The conviction and his case and everything it's there's been a lot of violence in the town uh, people have been attacked for no apparent reason well I'm afraid something happened to my Raymond uh, he went out for groceries last night and he didn't come home and I'm just worried I'm I don't know where he is or what happened 
Oh, I say. That's terrible. That sounds terrible. Have you talked to the police? I haven't. I don't know who to trust. The police... No, I wouldn't bother. The police don't seem to show up when you need them. That's true. Um, I'm, I'm feeling much better now. Good, good, good. I, I'm assuming I've, I've got down the steps sure. and out at this yep. point. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, there's one other thing. And I just... I heard my father stumble a bit and it made me think of it. Is there any way you could take a look at a spot on his knee? It seems the man, the man who assailed us may have poked him with his cane and it looks a little odd to me. It had just a bruise at first, but it was a bruise so quickly formed. If, you, if my father will let, will let you, then please take a look. What was that, Henrietta? Did we say anything to the doctor about being assaulted on the way here? We so had a hard time. time. We have now. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I've let the cat out of the bag. Oh. Okay. Why did you have a cat in a bag, my dear? <laughs> it's the latest trend. Everyone has cats in bags, father. Saul got it for me for our anniversary. As long as it's not a bloody carpet bag, we're fine. No, I those, say, were, uh, those were all taken in the past, apparently. I say, Doctor, now that Samson's come down from your apartments, could you take a look at his... <laughs> his oh, for Pete's sake, Saul. You don't have to let everything out. Just spill the beans. <laughs> it's not like he's going to... Father appears to have damaged his leg while coming down the stairs after <laughs> ransacking your personal belongings. <laughs> I'll be a bit of... Hand sandwich from earlier. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think right. actually. <laughs> Wipe the nonsense out for a second. We've only got a few more minutes to go, but yeah, that's. I, th I think as I saw Samson maybe stumble a bit, I would kind of try and reach up towards him and, and help him down to the bottom of the stairs. Um, is there anything, you know, visibly, apart from me, he looked unwell immediately? You know, is there anything visibly amiss? From what or, you saw from Samson? Yeah, yeah. Just the fact just, that the, the pain was just, you know, it was there for a funny time. Yeah. So I maybe escort him through to the doctors and we can all just be in the room with the doctor, and, you know, babies and fainting ladies and things like that. Sure. Once they step in, I'd like to step out into the hallway with the baby. With the baby. Yes. Um, before you do, I'm just going to rewind just a little bit, Virginia, where... The doctor wanted to tell you something um, and then things just sort of got away from me. So I just want to rewind just a little bit. Okay. And the doctor will say to you, Virginia, he's like, you know, if you, I don't know if you would be willing to do me a favor, but if you guys do decide to go to the police station to look into the kidnapping of the child, is it possible you can also look into my missing Raymond? Absolutely, Doctor. We'll do that for you. We'd, um, we'd, we'd be glad to. I can tell you this, too. And this, this is the other reason why I'm extremely upset and worried. Um, I don't know if you guys saw in the newspaper this morning. It was just in this morning's newspaper. There's been a series of bodies that have been found uh, that have washed up in the river. 
Oh, yes, we did hear about that. Um, they probably would have gone to the city morgue, which is connected to the police station. It's like a little uh, small building next to it. And God, I hope this isn't a case, but I'm wondering if you could see my friend, Dr. Uh, Cott. Um, and he reaches into his inside pocket and he gives you a business card uh, with, his name, with his name on it, the, um, Dr. Foxwell. Uh, and he says, if you could maybe ask to see the bodies and just rule out the fact that none of those bodies are in fact my Raymond. Well, what does Mr. Flanagan look like? He goes over to his desk and he has a picture of him sitting on his desk. Before he does that, I lean over to Henry and I go, I've got a pretty good idea. <laughs> yep. So he, so he, gives you, <laughs> he gives you a small photograph. You know, he takes it out of the frame and hands you a photograph. Is that a nude photograph? No. No. <laughs> when he hands it to this one, he goes, oh, yes, I've already got this one. Uh, where were we? Virginia, you were stepping out into the hallway, you said? Kate, while everyone else is inside the room and the doctor's obviously pinned in there with all yep. the sh shenanigans, <laughs> I'm stepping outside into the little, into the hallway with the baby. Sure. Any particular reason or just trying to get out oh, of the fray? There is a reason, sir. Oh. Because out of all the rooms, I believe there was one we didn't check the door to. And it's the one in all the way down the hall and to the left, if I remember the layout correctly. That would have been uh, Raymond's room. That's the one on the right next to the room that we're in right now. That Next to the one where the doctor is. Um, it was a, hall a hallway. First door on the right is the one where the doctor and my entire family is currently residing. Right. The next door on the right mm -hmm. is the door with a small brass plaque which says Raymond Flanagan, uh, import, export. I'll just go with it, but I think I said on the left, but it's not important. So yeah, sure. That's... Is there a room across from the room with the plaque? Not really. That was the room at the end of the hallway. That was the stairs up to the... So it's pretty much just the three. It's the waiting room, the doctor's office, Raymond's room, the library, and the stairways up. I was just strolling in the hallway with the baby then. <laughs> My architecture is very poor. <laughs> so many rooms. So many rooms. What I would what I would like to do is is take a look out and see if there's any doors that are open now that weren't open before, possibly one that leads elsewhere. And if it like is the one upstairs. I'd like, back. I'd like to put the door back to where it comes where it was. Okay. Well, yeah. Of course, yeah. Maybe Samson, in his rush, forgot to close the door behind him. So, possibly. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, I just tidying up a little. You know how you do when you're just waiting for your family to come out of a room. If you're getting lots of free medical advice. Oh, um, we haven't even found Samson, the building development. Samson, uh, Virginia set up the whole uh, about your leg and the the cane. Did you want to go through with that? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll say, hey, go, go talk, and I roll up my pant leg, and I go, hey, the 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 bastard stuck me with his with his uh with his cane, but the the the, the bruising does seem to be quite uh, quite 
severe quite quickly, don't, don't, don't you think, Doc? Don't look, Louisa. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he takes a look at it, and yet, I mean, it's only been a short time, and yeah, it's, you know, it's almost a, a purplish black and blue at this point. Um, has it gotten worse since I last checked it? Since the, you last saw it, yeah, it looks it looks worse. Doesn't necessarily feel worse. It looks worse. Well, I did just have a massive pain attack as well, though. So I'm sort of in my head. I'm going. It's probably somehow connected to that. Mm. So he uh, did. You tell him about the pain? Um, I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. Just before I was uh, sitting in the waiting room and uh, something came over me and I. All my, my whole body locked up, and uh, I had the worst pain, I almost cried out. Mm. Samson, oh my. Could it be a heart attack? No, I, I don't think so. I, I didn't have uh, the, the, the shooting pains. Uh, uh, Saul, you, you, you saw me uh, tense up, didn't you? Yes, it looked like your, your bones. Oh my goodness. Samson, you should sit down. Sit down now, please. Oh, doctor, I'm so sorry. We came in here to have you check the baby, and it's turned out that everybody's getting sick. So I was a wee bit up to the corridor to see Virginia. I can't stand any more of, you know, close, close proximity with his mother and father-in-law's nonsense. Saul, <laughs> uh, so it is occurring to you that, you know, you're asking him to work on a Sunday, uh, you know. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, so the doctor takes a look at your leg, and he, he frowns a little bit. He's like, you say this just happened? Yes, a few, well, an hour or so ago. Hmm. Um, he's looking at it, and he's like, I mean, looking at this bruising, I would say this happened, you know, two or three days ago. And the... he pauses, and he goes over to his desk, and he comes back with, um, like, a magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. And he's looking closely at it, and he's, he's like, was, was there anything unusual about the cane? Well, no, it was so quick. I, I, I'm not sure. I just got hit with the cane, but uh, not, that, not that I know of. Why? If I didn't know better, it looks like you were stung. Well, it did feel like a bee sting. Yeah, bee sting. That's what I would have said. Is there anything? Can you see any anything in the in the in the wound? And he starts like poking a little bit, poking and prodding, and it, mm -hmm. it hurts, but it's not you know not collapsing, faint. Yeah, hurt. It's just painful when he starts doing that. Um, he's he's poking around. He's like, no, it doesn't seem to be anything there. I mean, if it, if it were a bee sting, it might have left the barb or something still in it, but I don't I don't see anything like that. Yeah. Well, th thank you very much, Doctor. I appreciate you uh, having a look. Uh, uh, we won't bother you anymore. It is Sunday, after all. Uh, uh, be well, and we'll uh, let you know if we uh, have any information on on um, your your friend. Yes, thank you. And please be cautious who you tell, what you tell. Of course. Virginia, we're going. Oh, finally. Is everything okay with your leg, Daddy? Well, the doctor did say it looks uh, uh, rather strange. He said it looks as if I would have received the wound uh, uh, a couple of days ago, and he said it looks more like a like a 
bee sting than a than a being hit by the cane. So um, yes, a little worried, but uh, nothing for you to worry about, my dear. Terribly odd. Terribly odd. So, are we ready? Are we ready to be off? Yes, let's go. Mother, yes. grab your shawl. Don't leave it here. Oh, almost. So, so we'll make sure that the doctor's remunerate, remunerated for his care. Ever since. Okay. He's such a good man, mother. Look, he paid for everything. I just want to get home and make and, and let all this be part of the past. Come, my dear, let's don't get too attached to that little baby. You've been patting it for at least half the scenario. <laughs> God. The baby needs to know that it's loved so. I think. I don't know. I've never had a baby. Ask my mother. <laughs> She'll tell you. She'll get used to it. It's a good thing. But you're standing on the sidewalk. It's still kind of expected the fog to burn off. It's a little bit better, but it's still kind of foggy. Samson, get us a cab. Cab, yes, cab. Dear. I'm not I'm not entirely sure how I feel about getting in a cab again. I'm Louis, does your whistle work as good for a cab <clears throat> as it did for the policeman? Well, I I I I, I doubt that I, if I if I were to blow it that the, the policeman would arrive. Hmm. Um I, 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 I could try perhaps and 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 and, uh, and, and hail a taxi cab. Um, let, let, let me just um, let me just don't, try. Don't um, no don't <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> Get in the don't make me take that off you, Louisa. Get in the goddamn cab. Here's a, here's a cab now. Look, um, it's oi. <laughs> I have one nerve oh, now. You're all getting on it. Large bulldogs, mother. <laughs> I suppose if she, I suppose if Louisa uses a whistle, it'll be a quick way to get to the police station, and we can check out the morgue and talk to this doctor. <laughs> Can't we just go home? Did you bring put the, bring the dog? Luggage. Put this. Did you put the soup on, mother, before we left? No. No, you didn't want the soup. I just said it wasn't as good as you thought it was. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Now we'll just have to have something different. All right, let's go. You're about to get in the cab. First of all, let me ask where you headed. The police station. Okay. Um, what time is that, actually? I'm going to say it's about one o'clock at this point. Okay, yeah, we'll go to the PlayStation. Still very early. Um, Samson, you're sort of helping Henrietta up into the cab. You're the last one to get in. As you put your foot up onto the little peg there to get into the cab, you suddenly, that same pain that you felt earlier, mm. it hits you again. Um, uh, and this time, it's much stronger. Uh, I'm going to ask you to do a constitution roll. Yeah. Um, Sixty-five, which is a fail. You drop to the ground, 
America uh, in a matter of seconds. Not sure how to explain it other than it's as if your body just went through a growth spurt and you basically just grew about three inches in a matter of seconds. Okay, so do I add something to my size? <laughs> yeah. I'm, matter of fact, I will. I'll go ahead and add five points to your size. Five. So, so when he was obviously keeping his eye on Samson, maybe saw him, uh, you know, he passed his dexterity roll. Could he maybe grab him on the way down so he doesn't collapse on the pavement? And mm. say, Father, have you been drinking Gingo? Samson, Samson. Go ahead. Uh, roll dex. I did. I passed. Oh, you passed. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you, you managed to hold him up a little bit. I mean, he's still in pain. Um, but at least when, I, when I catch him, is he more ripped than he was before, or, or is he? Do I feel him stretching under my arms? <laughs> yeah, there's there's a weird sort of. Is there a noise coming from the bones? Is it like that kind of violent? Probably not to that degree. Um, but like when you when you catch him, you sort of get him back up on his feet again, and it's a noticeable like. He's taller I, than what he would just was a minute ago. I, I say, Father, your trouser legs are very short. Are you, have they shrunk in the wash? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I just the, the pain came over me again, my boy. Samson, are you okay? Are you are you are you having a heart palpitations? I, 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 don't, I don't know, my dear. I just uh, it's it's horrible feeling. You see. do we do? I don't know what to do. You actually, by this point, you feel fine. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, let, let's, come on, let's let's carry on. Let's, Are you sure? let's get this done. Uh, are, are we, we in the back? cab or are we getting in the cab? That's what we were doing. Uh, you, uh, The way I pictured it, you all were in the cab and then he was the last one stepping in and it was oh. just as he was stepping in as went up. Now you say we're going to the police department. I suppose we should. What do we do with the baby? I've been patting it this whole time. It's burped like some kind of little <laughs> monster. <laughs> it smells horrid, as if it were weak old dairy. Should we um, perhaps consider returning it to um, its parents? But yeah, but then what but do we tell it's, her? it's not. Does Virginia tell us that the ba the doctor said the baby wasn't Samantha? Do you, Virginia? All right, there's something you all should know. <laughs> While I was in there, the doctor could not, beyond a doubt, confirm that this was in fact Samantha. As a matter of fact, he said it. It's not, it's probably not. She, Samantha had hemophilia. That's where you bleed heavily. And when she cut her hand, she only bled normally. She didn't bleed to the hemophilia statue. What, what about the teeth? Oh, he said the teeth were quite strange. And the birthmark, Samantha doesn't have one. Uh, I, I, I definitely say we need to, there's no point in returning the child to the parents if it's not its parents. We can't uh, I think take, the best. 
we can't just take the baby and and just take it away and not ever return it. Well, of, of course, my dear, but uh, which it's it, it's only been a, f- a few hours since we left their their premises. They knew we were taking the the child for a little bit, so uh, and I think with what we've learned, we need to go to the doctors. Uh, not to the doctors, sorry, the old the old brain. Uh, we need to go to to the police station and we need to report that potentially this child is, is not indeed and and we need to you know obviously we, we did promise the doctor that we would inquire about his uh <clears throat> his friend <clears throat> ah, what do we tell amelia though i don't That's... think we should tell her anything we put the baby back in her possession for just a little while it's not going to go anywhere look at it. it's got little tiny legs and can only barely hold yes, but someone head. yes but someone tried to well has swapped the baby and we were also attacked by a man who tried to take the baby i think leaving it with those people is not the best of decisions my dear i'm starting to think and i give her a very stern look i give her a very stern look of don't question your father fine father we'll keep the baby with us very well can we have Louisa hold her for a little bit, though? I don't want Mother to get used to me holding her. All right, give her, so, give her here. I'll, I'll, I'll light her little pipe for her. I, I can you. promise you, she doesn't need any more patting. I, I seem to have worked a cramp into my arm patting the there little bugger. Have a, have a nice bowl of Perique, dear. <laughs> that will calm you down. <laughs> All right. Police station? Yes. Police station. Yes, Cammy, don't spare the horses. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit of a drive. Uh, you're going over the river. There's a bridge you're going to have to cross over. Um, or you could actually shorten the trip a little bit if you wanted to have the cabbie take you to the, um, uh, the water's edge and you could jump on a ferry or rent a boat. There's a couple different ways you can cross the river. Um, any interest in that or just let time roll out? I'll take the ferry. Okay. Saul, will you spring for a ferry ticket for all of us? Of course, my dear. Price-wise, what what would be the the, the smarter price option? I'm, I'm assuming the carriage the whole way wouldn't be the best price decision. Hence why I suggested the ferry. Well, at least if we take the ferry, we're more likely to see the dead bodies floating down the river, you know? And also, we won't be attacked by a tall guy hopping about. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a price index at the front here, but I, I'm not finding it right here. So I'll just say it works out too. It'll save you a little bit of money if you do take the ferry. Yeah. Yeah. Hence why um, Samson makes the suggestion of, oh, we'll, we'll take the ferry. It'll be cheaper and, and it'll keep us out of danger if that man comes back. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys make your way down there. Uh, no, no issues at all. You managed to get on the ferry. Okay. The only other thing I'll just point out is you notice the gas works, um, and that's where they, uh, the bodies were washing up. Seem to be. Um, you managed to cross the river without any issues. Uh, it's busy. You know, lots of river traffic. Um, 
but no issues at all. You, you cross the river and you manage to probably, you're going to probably have to get another carriage from there to the continue on to the police station and you arrive at the police station. Hmm. Um, this is the Isle of Dogs. Um, yep, it's a nice, uh, you know, two gabled roofs. Manchester Street, it's a red brick building, north side of the Thames. Have you never been to the police station? I have. Yes, oh, but don't forget, you've got the pistol in case anything, in, in case they ask, we're walking right into their home, like the bee's nest here. Maybe it isn't. Don't get crazy like you did at the doctor's office, for love of God. I'm crazy, I would. Walking around like some kind of uh, a poking animal that I can't think of right now. Are there criminals in there? Yeah, most likely. The police are in there. I don't want to go amongst criminals. Just see it like a zoo, mother. All the animals are behind the cage. Are oh, they? really? That's not a socially responsible attitude at all. How do they get them into the cages? Push them. Yes, but they must be outside the cages. By impoverishing them until they're driven to desperation. I hey, think perhaps... I think Perhaps. that Virginia and I should stay outside. Give the baby to Virginia. You mean Louisa, obviously. I'm sorry, Louisa. I forgot we changed your name. I'm going inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. you stay outside with Virginia and the baby. And um, I give... Oh, no, we need the baby. <laughs> we keep leaving the baby. <laughs> I told you we should have taken it back to its owner. Um... Henrietta, you, you stay out here with Virginia and, and uh, Louisa, Saul, and I will will uh, will go and clear things up. Uh, Louisa. So we, re we report the missing baby, potential missing baby, and yeah. um, ask about uh, Fel Felding. Was it? Yeah. yeah, the uh, the photograph Flanagan. 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 Yeah. Yes. All right. Not so fast. Um, you move into the so who's sorry who's going in then uh, Samson, Saul and Louisa, Louisa, and the baby. So Virginia's staying out here with me. Mm -hmm. yeah, you I think you're, you're keeping the baby out there. I think. No, Louisa, you're taking her with you. Oh, you have to show the baby and say, "Here, this is the last baby." Or this yeah, is the this is a baby. baby that we don't have. That we don't own. Yeah, this is not our baby, but we'd like to turn it in, lost and found. Can we bring this one back and get another one? <laughs> yeah, take oh, refunds. Oh, I see. Yes, we're looking. We're looking for the 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 one um, for for which this is a substitution name. Can we get the defanged, unbirthmarked one? That bleeds badly. <laughs> it's yes, we'd like to exchange this one for a little bleeder. <laughs> it's a. Busy, bustling police station. Uh, coppers all about various riffraff, mm -hmm. different degrees of processing, and you know it's it's busy, it's chaotic. Uh, there's a front desk. You're gonna have to approach the front desk. A guy barely looks up from what he's doing. It. Yeah, can I help you? Uh, yes, uh, my good man. Uh, we 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 uh, here to. Uh... Report a, a body snatching. Mm. 
okay. Um, and he starts flipping through some papers and notebooks and he says, I have a seat over there. I'll contact Sergeant James Colbert um, and he'll be right out to see you. Uh, we also um, have been asked um, <clears throat> to, uh, to, to inquire about a missing person as well. Um, and uh, we, we were given, told to talk to a, a cult, a Dr. Colt. Um, okay, just a minor correction on my, my fault. It wasn't Colt, it was Dr. Cross. Uh, Cross, sorry. Yeah. Um, the doctor is next door. You, you would have to see him. Um, you know, he, he's in charge of the morgue. Uh, but I can help you with the sergeant if that's... What was the missing person name again? Uh, uh, and I give him the name of... Um, Raymond. What was it? Yeah. yeah. Raymond, and he's flipping through papers again and nothing's coming up here. So, uh, you know, if he was found or if somebody turned him in, I would have a note of that of some sort. Yeah, um, do you have any John Doe's in the, in the morgue? Boy, do we. That's, that's a whole other right. story. Well, uh, perhaps uh, Louisa and, and Saul, you, you, you wait here for, for the sergeant and I'll, I'll go and inquire with the doctor. Okay. okay. Um, good father. I'll say, Samson, you probably just have to go outside so you'll pass Henrietta. Yeah. And I'll ask them, I'll, I'll say, uh, yeah, you two uh, come with me. We're going to have a chat with, uh, with the doctor about, uh, about his friend. The coroner? Yeah, no, the doctor. I don't want to go amongst dead bodies. Well, I'm no. not leaving you out here by yourself, my dear. No, no, mother. This this would be um, the the, uh, the the pathologist. The the the, the, the coroner is at is 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 at the, the county court, I believe. Well, I don't still don't want to go amongst dead bodies. We but won't uh, go into the morgue, dead. my dear. They're dead. They're not going to hurt you. I work with I work with them all the time. But and I, I I lean over and I. But at the I end, take Henrietta's arm and, and give her, a, um, you know, a, a, a kiss on the, the, the cheek and say, it's all right, dear, I'll keep you safe. <laughs> Why would you do that in public? Because mother, I love you, my mother, dear. Oh, but Frankly, mother, my dear, I don't give a damn. Mother, mother you frequently father, take tea with Mrs. Armstrong and she's very nearly dead. That's true. All right. <laughs> So um, I've left Saul and Louisa in waiting for the sergeant, and I've taken Virginia and Henrietta with me to the morgue. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to stay in the police building for the moment. So Louisa and Saul, after a little bit of waiting, eventually you see the sergeant come out, and he says, you know, follow me back to the office. Um, I can take your statements a little bit quieter back there. Um, and he leads you back through the chaos that's going on around you there's a chair he sits down behind his desk and he's like right so how can i help you well um we believe that there may have been a baby stolen and i give, give the address 
Um, as, has there been any reports of a, a young, very young child, just a newborn baby, being found? Uh, nothing, nothing that I know of. I mean, I can check out front with the, with the front desk again, but uh, I'm not aware of anything, though. Well, that's disappointing. Are you, are you the parents? You're holding a baby. Yeah, we're friends of the friends of the parents. Yes, uh, we're, friend, we're friends of the owners of, of, of this one. Okay, so he asked you for their names. We go through all that. Yep. Um, the policeman is a little bit standoffish. He's he's busy. He's you know trying to hurry you through this process. He takes your names, he takes the information down, but he's kind of looking at you like, I'm not sure what you want us to do. You know, I'm not, we can't take the baby here. I mean, look, look around. I mean, is that what you're asking? Do you want us to take the baby? I don't think so. Louisa, we just keep the baby just now. Well, well, I mean, we 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 know um, the parents. We we can easily take the baby back to to the parents. We we don't. Um, there's there's no requirement for you to 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 take the baby. Um, that's that's really what we need. We're we're interested in finding another baby um, that that looks um, not unlike this baby that we already have, though so with um, a number of marked dissimilarities. In, in terms of its um, uh, dentistry and um, a, 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 um, a blemish. Okay, so he, he takes the information, he writes things down. I'm assuming there were some sort of like social services maybe back then. Um, and he basically tells you, you know, do exactly what you're saying, you know, return the child to Amelia. Uh, if we obviously, if we hear something or once I get this in the system, I will notify the proper people and they will go to Amelia's house and we'll figure it out from there. Um, We're, we are concerned, you see, that the, 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 the real child, um, which has been sub, for which this one has been substituted, uh, may, may end up in the poorhouse or some such. Mm-hmm. And, and may be um, denied its its proper standing. I'm sure you appreciate how, how severe a matter that would be. Absolutely, I, I certainly. Um, it, excuse yeah. me, sir, could you tell us, has there been a, we were attacked and it's already been reported uh, earlier today to one of your officers um, while we were traveling in a carriage by a very strange gentleman who I tried to chase but couldn't apprehend. Is there, uh, have there been a, a number of disappearances of late around about? And I give them the area that, that kind of we're from or the district we're from. He just sort of like, not, not rolls his eyes in disapproval, but disappearances, that's like the understatement. That's, we've had a whole series of disappearances. That's what that's what all these bodies are they're washing up. Is there any any um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
any similarities between the situations that give you a rise for concern? I don't think so. The ones that, that we're tracking or trying to track, uh, we think they're coming from the gas works. Mm. Um, but I, I'm, uh, he's, he's a little bit confused. Like, I'm not familiar with your report, so he doesn't have all your details and information. Uh, it's no matter. It's, uh, it's already been reported and uh, the officer was looking into it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. mm. I can't really think of anything to ask him, Mick, apart from fast-talking him or something like that. Do, do, do you perhaps um, imagine that it, it might be the return of spring Heel Jack, officer? He tenses up a little bit because he's like, don't say that out loud. I don't want rumors getting spread. I mean, it's possible. I don't. I don't think it is the. The motives don't seem to match up. The bodies that we're finding are mostly being dragged out of the river. Uh, he looks at you. He's not sure how much to share with a nice young woman sitting in a crossroad. Uh, I say it's it's perfectly fine to talk. Louisa is a very forward-thinking lady. I have the constitution of a concrete elephant, officer. Well, with that, he just shares with you that some of the bodies that have washed up have certainly been mutilated. Um, we're, we're under the impression that these bodies may have been floating in the river for some time and that it's probably been, they've been caught underneath a propeller. So they've been slashed and mutilated. How disgusting. Could it not be some manner of, 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 um, of uh, gangland thing? That's the, a word that no one would have used in this period in history. Um, could, it be, could it be some um, uh, criminal matter, some, some gang of um, rapscallions, scoundrels, or rascals? Absolutely. Could be. We're not ruling that out. I say. How very worrying. Tell me, officer, um, you, you mentioned these curious mutilations. Did any of them um, re resemble a, 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 a sting or, or, or so forth? I'm, I'm told you see that some of the tongs, particularly the black scorpion tongue, um, are, are known to use uh, the, the, the venoms and, and, um, and poisonous uh, Unguents. I um I don't have that information. That might be something you could ask the doctor. Oh, I see. I, I do apologize. It's all just so, it's, it's also so very fascinating. So I think unless you have more questions, we can jump to the other group real quick before we. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you going to join them then? Yeah. The sergeant's basically, he's done with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you make your way to the, the so what, are, Mick, what's the proper term? Would, would this be the morgue? Yeah. Mortuary. Mortuary. Mortuary, that's it. Oh, it's written down right in front of me, so. The mortuary. The, the um, body cellar. <laughs> right. 
the the, the corpse basement. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, the carcass that. shed. Oh, Louisa, please stop. <laughs> uh, so at this point, I'll just say you're all together, just to make things easier. Um, you find your way going down a long hallway. There's a narrow flight of stairs. Uh, it's the same red brick building material that the station was made of. Um, the smell, ugh, it's just awful. Mother, cover yourself with your shawl. Cover your nose. You don't want to smell this. I've smelled it before. I didn't oh. want to come in here in the first place. I'm using a handkerchief to, you know. I'm, yes. just so, I'm so used to terrible smells at work. I barely even, it barely even affects me anymore. Are you talking about my cooking again? No, mother. Of course not. Terribly sorry for ever saying a thing about your wretched piece of... I believe you people bring me into a place like this. Um, you're making your way back to find the doctor, Dr. Cross. Um, and you make your way back. There's an, like a small office. And you see um, the guy looks frazzled. First of all, he's not used to dealing with the public, so he's dirty. He's got scrubs on, I guess, um, with blood splatters. I mean, it's, it's just a, not a pretty sight. Um, and he just kind of looks up a little bit surprised to see you all, and he's like, can I help you? Are you in the right spot? You should be seeing the police officers, I think, right? Um, who, who had his, um, the card of uh, Foxwell? Uh... Whoever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right, so I'm assuming, obviously I get it. Um, we, we were sent to, to have discussed with you from Dr. Foxwell. Oh, okay. Yes. What, what can I help you with? Yeah, well, it sees uh, he, his friend, um, Reginald, uh, has um, <clears throat> gone missing. And, and uh, we, we, were, uh, in, we read in the papers about the bodies that have been found. And, well, we wanted just uh, to come uh, potentially see if, well, hopefully not, but uh, see if one of the bodies may have been been his. My, my husband's terrible with names. It's Raymond. Raymond, Raymond. Flanagan. Um, he's a little bit, you know, I'm not opposed to that. I mean, you, you've been referenced by the good doctor. I'm, I'm willing to let you do that. I just don't know if you know what you're asking. Uh, well, here. We have a photo, don't we, of Raymond? Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, is anyone uh, looking of, of this? And I show him the photo. He looks at it and he just kind of shakes his head and he says, I apologize at this point. They're all, they all look the same to me. They're all just numbers at this point to me. Um, but you're free to look. I won't, I won't stop you. I'm not going to look. I just, yeah, if, if you have a weak stomach, I don't think you should do this. I'll go. I'll yeah, go. I was going to say, Virginia, let's send the nurse in. I'll, I'm, I'm uh, looking not, nothing short of enthusiastic. <laughs> so did Billy, slightly did, worrying. Sounds did Billy, no, I'll stay here. Did Billy leave the baby on his stair? No, we li Louisa had the baby. Give it to, give the baby to mother and come. Yes, we'll, mother, mother we'll hold this. I'll be back in a minute. Don't wait for me. He, um, he leads you down the hallway again, and there's a room 
He opens the door, and the smell again hits you square in the face. Oh, and oh it smells like Smithfield, doesn't it? Down at the meat market. <laughs> oh, Louis, you're so crass. In front of you are basically just bodies stacked one upon another. Okay, uh, that's not what I was expecting. If <laughs> you, if you had to guess. At an estimate, we're talking about 80-some bodies. Oh, 80? Yeah. How big is I'm, the room? I'm not digging through that. <laughs> Are they all facing the same way, like an like a organized cordwood? It's, it's been attempted to be organized, they, but they're stacked on top of one another, just like you said. Just Well, shall we start by asking the doctor then, um, how, how many of the, the bodies are men? And um, uh, what, what proportion of them uh, have moustaches uh, or beards? If we can separate them into beards and moustaches, and I doubt that, I, I, I'm sure there are some without either children. They would be, wouldn't they? Um, or any with uh, wounds similar to, that resemble stings? Um, he's sort of like, washes his hands at this point he's like i'm sorry i just don't have time to go through all these you're welcome to search but uh what you're describing i i don't know i just i'm just i'm just trying to process as much as, as i can I'm are mobile. they in bags they're in burlap bags most of them well this is the dirty part of being in the medical field oh Saul's disgusted. He, he leaves the room. I'm taking the baby out of this place. There are diseases here. Well then, Virginia, it looks like it's just you and I. Shall we dig well, in? I, I, I roll up my sleeves and I go, well, I suppose someone's got to do it. I've seen worse things in the war, my dears. <clears throat> Is there any way I could do a spot? Eyes down for a full house. Can I do a spot hidden and maybe get lucky and see his head sticking out of a sack? <laughs> Um, or hold that thought until next time. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say we've got we've got the yep. break, so we can. But here's where I'm going to here's where I'm going to send it. So basically, we have Samson, Louisa, and Virginia down with the bodies right now, right? The mm -hmm. doctor, the morgue, the uh, Doctor Cross, he's left you to do what you wish. Uh, Louisa and Virginia, could you each do a spot hidden? I have nine. Failed. Failed? Okay. Virginia, you got a nine? 79. Seven. We are going to be opening every single bag. Oh, goody. No, what I was going to say is, uh, Samson, the first thing you notice, well, you know what? Do a spy hidden. We're counting on it's you. It's all riding on me now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I got a hundred. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're looking, you're, the three of you are sort of standing there looking at all these bodies. You're trying to, you know, Louisa, you've already hit upon some methods that might help you save a bit of time, you know, maybe organize them by sex or the women on this side or, um, you know, you, you know what you're looking for. So there's a certain amount that you can do that with. Um, but Samson, you're just about ready, you know, you're rolling up your sleeves. 
And suddenly it's as if someone just turned on the lights in the room. Everything just got very bright for you. Father, what's happening? Oh, it's, a, it's, it's very bright in here, isn't it? Nothing's yeah. changed, Father. Nothing's changed. Of course it has. They've, they've, they've turned up the gas lights, haven't they? Are you having a spell again? Don't be preposterous. Is, is there any pain or anything like that? Or it's okay. literally just gotten bright? Yeah. If I look um, back down the hallway, is it bright there? Yeah. Everything's just gone very bright. Louisa. Is it sort of hard to look at, like sunlight or? Just about. I mean, it's you're still, you know, you're underground at this point, so there's still, what, gas lights, I guess. Mm. But yeah, it's almost as if somebody just turned on about four more gas lights in the area or opened a window and let the sunlight in. I don't know. How bizarre. Uh, something, Something's not right, my dear. I, I, I fear that this, this wound this scallywag has given me is was doing things. Uh, yeah. We need to get to the bottom of this quickly. Let, let's find, see if we can find anything. If you find anyone with the same markings as my wound, let, let me know, girls. And the, the last thing you see, Virginia, is you look over at your father, you're looking at him a little bit closer now that he's talking about this. You can see that his eyes, his pupils are completely dilated, right? They get, when they get big. So his eyes are almost totally black. Um, and his skin looks very pale. You know, maybe he's taken out a bit by the smell in the bodies, but he's a little bit washed out. And we'll end it there. Good spot. Our players included Zen, uh, Zane Fleming, Mick Swan, John Byron, Ken Trench, and myself with, Ken, with Jeff Wilkins as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production. In order to create a richer listener experience, we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are is provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.